Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey everybody out there, welcome back to Positively Wrestling Evolved. I am your host, Tim Kennard. With me, my co-host, as always, Stephen Davidson. And, uh, yeah, so NXT 2.0, no more! Apparently not. No more. Uh, Now it's kind of the black and gold and white, it looks like, from that logo. We'll see exactly what that means, I guess, going forward. Mm -hmm. But uh, we'll talk about that a little bit. But how has your week been, Steve? Uh, it's been okay, but uh, I'm looking forward to the end of it. Not yes. just because I'm wishing my life away, although <laughs> there's an aspect to that too. Jungle Kiona, this Saturday. That's right, yes! Yeah! Seeing Jungle, Jungle Kiona, Kiona live, I got front row ticket. and uh, awesome. Got VIP access, so I should get to meet her, unless, I mean, that would be really mean of them, like, to not have her as part of the VIP. <laughs> like, dude, um, they'd see more disappointment. The, the other wrestlers would see the disappointment that uh, Hawk saw when uh, he <laughs> met you. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm looking forward to. It. I never thought I could see Jungle Kiona live, but here we are. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, you get that VIP VIP access. Get to talk to her. See if she wants to do a podcast, bro. Ah, yeah. I don't know how her English is. I have no idea. Well, I guess I'll find well, out. Well, that that that'll be how you gauge it. When you're like, oh, Don Quixote, I'm I'm such a big fan. Yes. <laughs> you're like, okay, yeah, then we're probably not doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably won't work too well. I'm I'm gonna try to brush up on a little bit of my Japanese before I meet her too. That's awesome. That yeah. is awesome. Um, yes, yeah, very jelly that you are going to get to see her live yeah. this weekend. Yeah, she's um, awesome. But yeah, have fun with that. That's gonna be so cool. Yeah. Um I unfortunately will be working. Uh, <laughs> yes. It's mostly the case. <laughs> right. Yep. Yep. And actually I'm opening on Friday, but I doubt very seriously I could make it to where the event is by the time I got off work and it started. <laughs> oh, uh, the next day on Saturday? No, that's what I'm saying. I open on Saturday. Oh, you said Friday. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant yeah. Saturday. You don't I believe open me, both you, days, you, actually. If so. you don't believe me, you just recorded it, so you can listen. You see, I'm That's right. true. I can go back and check that out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think because for me it'd be what like a three-hour, four-hour drive to Raleigh. Or I, don't know. I don't know. I've never gone straight from Roanoke to Raleigh, so I'm not really sure. Hmm. I want to say it's two or three hours. Yeah. Getting off at five. Get there by seven. They're, they're also sold out. <laughs> well, see, that also makes a difference, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they announced that a few days ago. I'd just be watching from outside. <laughs> Hope everything <laughs> goes great, guys. <laughs> I do think they're streaming it though. It's it's Deadlock Deadlock Pro Wrestling DPW Deadlock. Is that oh, okay? Right? Dead something. It's not Deadpool. I know that. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'll look it D- up. Maybe DPW. I can stream yeah. it. Yeah. That would be neat. Yep. Um, well, very cool. Yeah. So enjoy all of that. But uh, let's get into the show. We'll kick things off as usual. We've got to get some some numbers from you. Got to get our math based wrestling update. See, normally if you go one on one with another wrestler, you got a 50 50 chance of winning. But then you take my 75 percent chance of winning. If we used to go one on one and then add 66 and two thirds percent. God, I love that man. <laughs> we're we're expecting this to be a short show, so this is how Tim's filling time. I'm filling. I'm filling padding with the longer intro. <laughs> um. Okay. So speaking of short, this was a short week for us, and last week we recorded late. So between recording late last week and we're recording on Wednesday this week, uh, it was essentially a five day week. Um, yes. for us. So not quite as much, but uh, we did have thirty three women's matches so still not bad that's 18 stardom 7 aew 4 wwe 3 nxt and 1 nwa for a total of four hours eight minutes and two 
second set is a drop of 30.2%. But again, last week was a long week and this was a short week. So that's kind of to be mm-hmm. expected. The match average also dropped though. And that really shouldn't depend too much on how many matches you have. Uh, dropped 9.1% to seven minutes, 31 seconds. So kind of right in the middle, uh, about as average as we get for, yeah. for match average time. The shortest match, shocking that it was on dark. Uh, mm-hmm. Julia Hart's Julia Hart uh, defeating Tiara James in one minute, 32 seconds. Julia Hart's on like every dark and every dark elevation. And that's the second week in a row. She's had the shortest match too. Yeah. Yeah. She was in the shortest match last week. Yeah. Um, the longest was at the stardom pay-per-view as Tom Nakano and Natsupoi successfully defended the goddess of stardom championships against Mariah and Ami Saray in 20 minutes and 53 seconds. And that was a good match in the main event of the show as well. So we'll talk a little more about that uh, in just a few minutes. Excellent. Excellent. Um, But yeah, as I mentioned there at the beginning, you know, we had the, um, the anniversary of NXT. Was it the one year for 2.0? Is that what they were celebrating? Yes. Yeah. The one year anniversary of NXT 2.0. Now let's, Let's old yeller it. Yeah. We'll, we'll celebrate like, it and then shoot it in the head. Yeah, and then just put it out to pasture. And like and we were talking before the show, you know, trying to figure out what our our main event segment was going to be. Mm-hmm. And this is one we were kicking around. It's not, but we're talking about it now. But you know, when 2.0 came about, that was Vince basically changing it around because he wanted to start training these rookies and everything and get them started in the way that he presents his sports entertainment television product. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wacky, zany, Mm -hmm. over-the-top characters, very almost cartoony. And a lot (laughs) of them I really like. Yeah, and I'm I'm not Mm -hmm. dissing it. There's lots of talent that I really like to like their characters. Yeah, Not saying it was bad in any way. It was Um, just different. It was just different from what the black and gold brand that Triple H had spearheaded before it was. Um, and now that Triple H is now taking the reins and Vince is gone, seems like Triple H and Shawn Michaels are rebranding. Obviously, again, we're taking away that whole 2.0, which I didn't think that was going to last forever anyway. Because that's I mean, how long kinda, can you call it to? Yeah, 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 it was just kind of weird. Um, not like Matt Hardy version. <laughs> right you know which was a cool gimmick back yes, in the day um, but and now we've gone back and at the end of the show it was like 2.0 and that went away and it was a black and gold and white logo is what we have now mm-hmm. so the question for me was okay and does this mean we're going to go away from a lot of well not going away because you still have developmental you still want this fresh talent to develop yeah and the signings of the uh, the next in lines. Um, but are we going to stop featuring them prominently on TV and NXT go back to being not so much developmental, but the third brand mm-hmm. as opposed to a, uh, a straight up developmental uh, product? Yeah. Do you think that's where we're headed, or what do you think we'll see major changes? Um, well, I think we're obviously going to see an aesthetic change. I think that's yes. clear. Um, and I'm okay with that. The the graffiti-looking spray paint thing wasn't working for me really anyway. Yeah. So um, I, I prefer the sleeker look. Yeah. It doesn't um, have to go back to kind of the dark, dingy NXT look that it had for right. black and gold, but... I definitely, yeah, that it was too bright. It was mm-hmm. a little too much going on. Yeah. Too busy. So um, we'll we'll see that. And I, I do think we'll see. I think we'll we'll keep some of the characters that we have, some of the good ones, the Wendy Chews. Yes. Uh the Grayson yes. Wallers. And I don't think enough people are talking about Grayson Waller. I think he's fantastic at what he's doing. Yes. Um so great I, character work from him. Yeah. So uh, good. he just he started out as just a dude who came in like uh, an MMA fighter and just would get in the ring and just look at his opponent all serious and just have a match and then leave. He had no personality and now he's doing this. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we'll, we'll still have a lot of those characters. Um, but I think it'll be 
um, a mixture of that and the the more straight laced, straightforward type that we were used to in the black and gold. You know, your Champas, your Garganos, uh, that type. Um, as far as who they're using, uh, yeah, that's a good that's a good question. Um, I guess we'll have to see. I don't think they're going to want to you know get rid of a lot of people. They're going to keep right who they have. I think. Um, but you know, maybe they will, um, use some more veterans, maybe off the Indies or, um, you know, international stars, like when they brought Kyrie in, when they brought EO in, um, mm-hmm. we might get a little more of that. Cause we really haven't had that since in, in the last year, not right. with new people coming in. Um, so yeah, I mean, Triple H loves that. So I think we'll probably see more of that for sure. Um, question is who yeah um, as long as they keep developing the ones that are already on fire tiffany stratton who i think is going to be just a massive star barring any injuries or something um and of course you know roxanne and cora jade talking about the women um i mean they're all just they're they're primed for for stardom uh not 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 joshi stardom they're primed for you know stardom with a lowercase s um yes and uh but you know i'm not triple h knows that too so i'm I'm not too worried about it yeah yeah and i have full faith in the man yeah if any indication of what he's shown us so far gives us a you know kind of a an inkling of what the direction is going full faith full trust it's going to be amazing it's going to be awesome i'm going to love every minute of it um but yeah i do think we're going to see and i'm not saying that like they're not getting rid of people or anything like that but i think some of those people that are still heavily developing certain aspects of their like last legend, great personality, great character, still very green in the ring. Maybe yeah. not as much in ring work for her on TV, mm-hmm. but then they've, they've restarted, I uh, believe the tour loop mm-hmm. with NXT. So she can still get, that in-ring work and in the performance center, but she just may not feature on the television product as prominently as she has been over the past year. Until she gets that experience. Until she gets that experience and gets to where it kind of, they the levels meet. Mm-hmm. The, you know, the promo and the in-ring kind of. Find and you're not trying to single her. You're just, that was an example. I'm, I'm using an example. Head. Yeah. I'm using an example. Um, I like Lash Legend. I, I, I love the personality. I love the character. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying she's one of the ones that is just a little green in the ring. That's it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not bad, but yeah. she just needs more more reps, more practice, mm-hmm. some more experience. That's all. Um, but yeah, so I think character people like that um, uh, will maybe see a little bit less of on TV mm-hmm. until they're more ready. Um, and then like, because I love Tiffany Stratton. But she was getting pushed pretty hardcore in the beginning. Um, And again, parts of her repertoire weren't quite ready yet. They've come leaps and bounds. She's done wonderful work in the ring now. She's great. Um, And I really like where she's going. When's the last time we saw her? Um, Hold on. If you're talking weeks, if we're talking in a match, I can tell you. Well, if I can type like a normal human being. Um, was it was so it the Windy Chew match? It was the Windy Chew match. Yep. That's what, three, maybe four weeks? It was uh, th- about three weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I yeah, definitely want to see more of her, and hopefully they continue to focus on that talent that they know they have something special with. Yeah, like like I say, the Cora Jades, the Roxanne's, Tiffany Stratton, Wendy Chu's amazing, Alba Fire. I mean, yeah. great. She's not a rookie by any means. No, no, not at all. Um, and of course, you've got Toxic Attraction, Mandy, Fallon, Hindley. Which, as it's funny that we talk about people being called up, they are officially now called up to the SmackDown roster. Yeah. Um, but are also still on NXT. Of right. course, 
the NXT North American champion. Right. You can say that about him too. <laughs> yep. Yep. Interesting what they're doing. I'm curious to see where it goes, but yeah, I'm glad you mentioned Fallon Henley because she's come a long way too. And she's yes. quickly rising up my list of favorites actually. Yeah. I really like Fallon Henley again, yeah. especially since she stopped the dancing. Yes. <laughs> they figured, you know, this ain't working. Right. <laughs> let's, yeah. let's focus on something else. Um, but also while we're talking about NXT, bad news, Ulyssa Leon. Yeah, yeah. Out um, for nine months. Oh, pro- uh, yeah. That's the the prognosis. Prognosis negative. Uh, if if you got that reference, then um, you have good taste in television. Um, but it's bad. I mean, they were Ulyssa Leone and Valentina Ferroys were kind of really just starting to get mainstream exposure, and you know they were in the tag title tournament and they were starting to get a little momentum and the fans were starting to get behind them. And just as it was starting to take off, Alyssa Leone hurts her knee and she's out for approximately nine months. That sucks. Yeah. Um, I mean, tremendously sucks. Man, just that there's never a good time. Of course, you know, we always say that we always talk about how, Oh, it's bad timing for an injury. And then somebody says, well, there's never a good time for an injury. Yeah. We know, we know, but it's right as they were about to take off. And I can't, other than, you know, like if you just won a title for the first time or something, I it's hard to come up with worse timing than that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I always think about when you talk about worse timing for an injury, I always think about Stone Cold's broken neck. Yeah. Talk about launch pad that happened. Now they figured a way around that to keep right. him prominently featured. Right. Which can't, not everybody's a Stone Cold. Right. And can do that. Right. Um, but yeah. And virtually so nobody. Get well soon. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Virtually nobody. Yeah, virtually nobody else is yeah. Stone Cold. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah get, hopefully, get well soon. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, I mean, they got some good doctors, uh, and with good rehab, we've seen people rehab and come back well in advance of their prognosis timeout. So mm-hmm. hopefully that'll be the case here, but don't rush back too soon either. Right. That's also... right. Yeah, Valentina Froyce was in a singles match on Level Up last week, and I was kind of wondering what the deal was with that, and now we know. Yeah. Um. And before we wrap up the NXT, move on to the the next thing. I did want to uh, just a question now that it does seem we might be changing. Is there anyone um, over the past you know year and a half that was released from NXT that you'd like to see resigned in the female division? Oh gosh, I got to think about who was released from NXT. Do you have any names off the top of your head? Because I wasn't ready for the quiz. Um, well, and I, I guess it doesn't necessarily have to be NXT. It could be someone who briefly had a stint on the main. Uh, I'm thinking of names like a Tegan Knox. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was on main roster when she left, but that didn't right. mean when they resigned her that she would be. I think that's someone I'd love to have back. Oh, absolutely. Tegan. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, she signed with AEW. I'd love to have Athena back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, a number um, of them signed with other other companies. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the other ones that were released that we haven't seen get or, signed somewhere or, else or talked about recently. Yeah. Um, um, and I just, but, I pulled this question off the top of my head. So I didn't have a lot of pre-thought to think about. <laughs> obviously. Um, um, but wait, uh, Santana Garrett is doing something yeah. that was announced recently. Yeah. Um, what was the announcement about Santana Garrett? Was it something with AEW or NWA? Uh, performance Center. She's she's with the oh. Performance Center as a coach. Okay. So oh, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's entirely possible we could see her back on television too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if it's like AEW, if you're the coach in the women's division, you get jobbed out on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> or so, on Rampage. Yeah, there's hope, <laughs> Santana. Um. Yeah, and for those listening. We're not really talking AEW this week. We're not really talking uh, Impact because of the short week. Mm-hmm. We don't really have anything new to talk about that we yeah. didn't talk about last week. Yeah, because we talked about last week's Impact and haven't seen this week's Impact. And we talked about last week's Dynamite and haven't seen this week's Dynamite. Yep. And so, there, there wasn't much on Rampage. We had a Serena Deeb match that Serena Deeb We won. just kind of referenced with the whole <laughs> yeah. Madison Rain and the coach. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, unfortunately, not a lot of news there. But... Short show, short show. We, you, we, if you got places to be, we're going to help you get there. That's right. Um, but let's let's get our update on the five star Grand Prix. Let's talk about yes. the stardom. Uh, before we get the five star update, any major craziness happen at the pay per view? 
not really. It was a pretty standard paper. I mean, a lot of the pay-per-view was five-star Grand Prix stuff. Um, oh, okay. Okay. Bes- besides that, we had the artist of Stardom Championships on the line, and that was a successful defense by Oedo Tai against uh, Stars. So Momo, Starlight, and Saki Kashima uh, defeating Hazuki Kaguma and Hanan. Pretty obvious. I mean, once you saw Hanan on the team, it was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah so a uh, good, good match, but obvious outcome, uh, which I'm okay with because, you know, after Momo losing to Saya um i'll, I'll yeah, i'm okay with an obvious momo win um and yeah and then the main event we already talked about too longest match of the week and it was a very good match as well uh with tom and Natsupoy successfully defending against mirai and ami saray but other than that um there was a pre-show match that wasn't in the five-star grand prix it was like a battle royal i think Ooh. um and yeah that's okay. it okay mm-hmm then five star updates it is. <laughs> five star updates it is. So, um, there. I don't know if they're doing this to me on purpose, Tim. If they're trying <laughs> to make me despise Sayaida, but oh. she defeated Hazuki. <sighs> Let me tell you, I was way more upset about it than Hazuki appeared to be. <laughs> like I'm, I like I'm clutching my hair in my hands. I'm so frustrated because Saeeda is only beating my favorites. She's losing to everybody else and she's only beating my favorites. And I used to not have anything against Saeeda, Tim. Nothing. I was fine with Saeeda, Tim. Hold on, hold on. This just in. I'm looking something up. Yep. If you translate Saeeda in Japanese, it means stick it to Steve. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) There it is. Obviously not really. <laughs> well, we'll see. If 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 Jungle Kiona says it, we'll know that's true. Um that's true. Yeah. So yeah. Um Hazuki still in the lead. Okay. But only by two points. Ooh. As Sayakamatani is right on her heels. But Sayakamatani lost at the pay-per-view. Mm. Which uh I honestly was not expecting. Um she lost to Suzu Suzuki from Prominence, the 19-year-old. Wow. Um, and that was an excellent... Oh, my God. There was a... Suzu, they were on the apron, and Suzu Suzuki did a release German suplex to Saya, and she landed on the floor. Oh, my God. It was terrifying. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Release German suplex from the apron mm. to the floor. It was a brutal match. It was a good match, but... Suzu won that, and if she hadn't, then uh, Saya and Hazuki would be tied. So <sighs> Hazuki does not have any more points. She has the same 14 points that she had last week. Um, and then, yeah, Saya's right behind. We finally did have a draw, though, at the pay-per-view, wow. as uh, Julia and Mayu Watani did go to a 15-minute draw. So in the blue block, we've got Hazuki with 14, Saya Kamatani with 12, and then a tie with Julia and Mayu both at 11. So that's where the blue block sits right now. And then in the red block, a tie for first, Azumi and Hameka, both with 12. Mm-hmm. And then a four-way tie for second, Utami Hayashishita, Micah, Tam Nakano, and Shuri at 10. Okay. And that's where we are. All right. Yeah, and uh, I guess we'll get more this week. I think this weekend they might even have three shows, which is going to be wonderful trying to squeeze all that in before we record next week. Are you off Thursday? Do you know? Do I have an extra Uh, day? I do not know yet. I should know tomorrow. I should know tomorrow. You know, Friday I'm seeing Avatar. Yeah. Okay. Um, Hopefully. Yeah. I hope hope we can record Thursday because I'm going to need that extra day for them to post on the stardom shows. I will let you know as soon as he posts the schedule. Excellent. So we can plan that out. Excellent. I know um, everyone is enjoying hearing about this. Yes. But I mean, that's crazy. Both sides, you know, what, three, four points separate, you know, first yeah. from several other contenders. So, yeah. Still I, anybody's, yeah. Anybody's yeah. five star Grand Prix at this point. It is. Uh, five star Grand Prix. Grand Prix. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, I, I had to go right before we started recording. That was my five star Grand Prix. <laughs> Did it end up being a draw? 
Uh, I don't even know how to interpret that, Tim. <laughs> That's one of them double entendre. <laughs> okay. You can explain both of the entendres after we stop recording. Because <laughs> I'm not with you. All right. Well, yeah, so lots of stardom potentially to watch this upcoming week. Yeah. Uh, potentially three shows. Goodness. Yeah. Um, Probably like 20-some matches. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Yeah, especially if it's, I mean, they squeeze a lot of five-star Grand Prix matches on the show. Sometimes they have like 10 matches on the show, so oh it could be God. as much as 30 matches, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, let's uh, let's jump stateside once again. Let's start with SmackDown from last week. Um, kind of funny because we were recording as it was going on yeah. uh, last week, and we were speculating on a few things, especially the, uh, the announced match the five-way elimination match mm-hmm. uh with um ronda um natalia uh Zylee, sonia and lacy lacy um yeah so lacy reappearing from nowhere <laughs> yep but right into the heel shtick which yes I like absolutely no question about it no middle fence like what is nope. she fa- heel or face she's a heel yep. and she needs to be so that's yeah. good um she's one of the easily most easily unlikable <laughs> people yeah. they have i don't know and i don't know her personally i'm not talking about her as a human being but just yeah, it's not character. a knock it's character yeah. wise yeah great easy heel. to dislike yeah easy to hate um or dislike hate's a strong word yeah. dislike um although we may get there with saida we'll see how that booking continues <laughs> dude if she beats tom nakano at any point in the next month we have a problem I'm telling you i'm just counting that when it happens your head just explode um but yeah so we were discussing you know potential ways because i again i i'll express the same opinion if this match goes as as planned, and it's Ronda and her extreme rules, and no shenanigans happen, I think Ronda regains the title. I don't see them having her lose clean to live three times. <laughs> well, uh, I row. mean, she didn't lose clean the second time. Well, the second time there was some some muddy waters there, right. but still, I I still don't see the uh, a clean win happening now shenanigans could still happen because they kind of poked fun at the situation in aew and everything with you know back there's an investigation backstage uh, to adam pierce's conduct or what i can't remember how michael cole worded it mm-hmm. um so adam pierce could still play a factor leading up to this or even at the match itself mm-hmm you know, and that, and you could go that way and um, still protect everybody and live, keep the title, mm-hmm. be fine with that. Um, then you've got the, because Rhonda, she did win the elimination match and in pretty decisive fashion. <laughs> yes. It, it was really was not short. a question. It was like four minutes. Yeah. It was, yeah, less, it was yeah. insane. Um, but what I found interesting was the interaction with Shayna Baszler backstage after the match. Yes. Um, and Kashana was congratulating her, like, hey, awesome, dominant performance. I know you're itching to, you know, get your shot at your title back. Way to go. And then Ron was like, look, I understand you're disappointed because you lost. I get it. And, but you know what can uh, kind of help change that? Revenge. Mm-hmm. It's like, when you're ready to be that killer again, you let me know. So we're going somewhere. Yeah. Question Where is, does it going? happen before or during the live story, or does it happen after yeah. the live match? Is this more of a long-term setup? Mm-hmm. Or is this in is this part of what we're going to be seeing over the next couple weeks leading into the PLE uh of Extreme Rules? So I don't know. Very good. You've Who adjusted knows? to the PLE thing. That's very I'm impressed. I'm trying, trying. <laughs> I don't like it, but I'm trying. <laughs> I'm not used to it yet. It'll take me a little yeah. longer. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm sure I'll still call them PPVs and pay-per-views at some point. <laughs> I've never called them PPVs. That sounds like a disease, but I call them pay-per-views. No, I do the J-O-B on the PPV. <laughs> uh, 
Jam Squad, like, baby. Dr. Tony, um, I've got PPV. <laughs> yeah. I was addicted to the hokey pokey once, but then I turned myself around. Um all right. I'll just I'll see myself out. <laughs> Thank you. But um but yeah, so yeah, Shayna. Maybe she could. It's extreme rules. If this ends up being an extreme rules match, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she could also cost live the belt, yeah. which would kind of protect live in a loss. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I do think whatever happens, Liv will come out looking stronger in this match than she did at SummerSlam. Yeah, I think so. I th- I agree with that. I, I I don't think they want to even unintentionally bury her right. through you know a decision a booking decision so i'm sure they have a good plan in place because again we've talked about it triple h is a big proponent of the women's division yeah and with him and then stephanie also a big proponent of the women's division i think that they'll have her protected because liv has proven that i mean she's a fan favorite the fans like her she you know, gets reactions everywhere she goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and with the exception of that one fickle crowd that was booing her after SummerSlam, yeah, you know, it's all been gravy. Yeah, and the and the live live shows that they've done have been amazing, and she's gotten huge reactions. So she's earned her spot. She's proven she deserves to be at the top of that division and in yes. the conversation. So, um. I don't think they want to throw that away. Right. So well, I, and here's I something think... else to think about too. And I, we can debate if this really tells us anything or not, but uh, my new live shirt just uh, shipped. It's on mm-hmm. the way. Do you know what it looks like? Uh, no, I do not. It is her holding the belt. Hmm. That typically isn't a good sign. <laughs> Because historically, a lot of those shirts come out shortly before people drop titles. Yeah. But again, when we're talking historically, we're talking Vince. That's true, too. That's true, too. So we can't we but, can't refer to history like that the way but, we're used to doing. Well, that's true. Yeah. Uh, it really just depends on how connected your marketing department is to your booking department. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. is Triple H saying you know get that shirt out quick while she's got the belt mm-hmm. or is he having a conversation with mom in the marketing department it's like hey this would be a great shirt let's get it out there yeah she's going to be champion for a while go ahead and put it out but who knows yeah. um so it may mean nothing could mean everything we have no idea <laughs> what it means is i'm going to wear the hell out of that shirt when i get it that's true that's true it means you're going to be wearing it <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but but yeah, so interesting. I am, I am, I'm very much invested in in Ron. I'm invested in Ronda Rousey's story right now. Yeah, bringing Shayna in on the fringe, which I'm invest. I wanted to be more invested in Shayna again after again the complete fumble they did with her the when she was first called up. Um, well, not when she was first called up, but after WrestleMania that year when she wrestled Becky. From then on, yeah. Went, after that was kind of a fumble. Um. So I and I, I love Liv. So really interested to see where we go with this, and hope everyone comes out shining brighter. Yeah, through the story. Yeah, I still um, feel like Liv's walking out as champion. Right now, that's what I feel like. But you know, we when is it? Is it next weekend? Uh, is it that soon? Is it next weekend? No, um, I think we still have a couple weeks. We have two weeks. Hold on, I'm gonna look it up. Extra. Why Pretty can't sure. I type? <laughs> um rules 2022 is oh it's early october i was thinking it was late september october okay 8th. so okay we got like three four weeks for we yeah there. three weeks um at least um so yeah so we still have a ways to build we you know we'll see how we feel about it each week if it's changing yeah. as we'll get more and more um I am excited to see this week's SmackDown and see where they go next. Yeah. The response from 
from Liv, if we're going to have just a segment, is Liv going to wrestle someone? Does somebody get involved? All the factors that go into that. Right. Um, let's talk about, well, is that it? Are we getting ready to talk about the, <laughs> I, I th- the I main think, event? I think so. Um, yeah, I guess we are. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, our main event, we're talking about the tag team, the women's tag team championships. Yeah. As, uh, we know in the tournament, uh, Raquel Rodriguez. Yes. I still want to call her Raquel Gonzalez so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Raquel Rodriguez. Um, and Aaliyah, the, uh, the bougie and the beast as they were referring to themselves as, I don't know if that was anything official. Um, beat damage control in that tournament to win uh the championships they successfully defended them like once maybe twice and then rematch with damage control uh on monday night raw and they lose the belts damage control is your champion which is kind of who i thought was going to win it in the first place Mm -hmm. um Although we had that kind of dark horse of maybe being toxic attraction once they were put into the tournament. Mm-hmm. But still, um, yeah, this hot shotting of the belt, what's the purpose? Why do this? Well, I, and, and we don't know. I want to reiterate, I'm not saying I know. It's just kind of a gut feeling I have, just kind of based on, you know, what we have seen from Triple H so far and kind of his tendencies in nxt i i don't feel like this was a last second decision or a change of plans i kind of feel like this was the plan to let the plan the whole time yeah to let raquel and and leah win at first partially for the shock to get people talking a little bit partially to give those two a little bit of a rub and a higher profile mm-hmm. and uh yeah partially just to be a surprise like you don't you think you know what's going to happen when you watch our shows but you don't always um and then turn around and give it to your, you know, your EO and your Dakota who are already a little more established and have a high profile story going on. Um, and then it really work those belts into the, the main thrust of things um, and actually kind of tying them together with the raw championship too. That's true. Uh, Cause once again, you had Bianca and her kind of open challenge uh on on monday which sonia deville answered and was promptly dismissed <laughs> we'll say that's a nice yeah. way of saying it yeah um, i mean it, it, it i mean it wasn't a squash it went uh no it wasn't a squash yeah but, i mean no one no, believed no, that sonia no, no, had no, a no. chance <laughs> but it was uh 12 minutes and three seconds so pretty good pretty good oh, yeah, time. not a bad match then yeah but then we did get the revisit of you know damage control coming down and then Asuka and Alexa kind of coming in, making the save, and it's it's just three on three again. So I wonder, could we get a super cool six-woman gimmick match where all the titles are on the line? That's definitely possible. If Bianca gets pinned, that person wins that title. If one of the tag champs gets pinned, then the tag team titles go to alexa or and oscar i don't know how you logistically do it but yeah i remember they had that awesome match with um uh diesel and sean and um bulldog and yoko yeah it was supposed to be bulldog and owen and right. owen got taken out and yoko got put in his place where diesel was the wwf champion and uh sean was the intercontinental champion and then uh bulldog and owen were the uh wait, were Bulldog and Owen the tag champs or were Yoko and Owen the tag champs? Yoko and yeah. Yoko and Owen were the tag champs. And uh, yes. Bulldog got put in for Owen and um their tag titles were on the line. And it ended with uh, Diesel and Sean winning the tag championships. Yeah. Yeah. Two cool dudes. <laughs> a, little, a little easier though, where everybody's a champion. Right. Right. This is a, and like I said, this would be a, a different kind of special match. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if you can logistically work it that way, but mm-hmm. it would be cool. Yeah. Um, that's the one thing I'd love to see kind of return to some, some more creativity in some of the matches that we can get. And 
Um, I want themed pay-per-views back. Themed meaning? Oh, like, well, like themed sets for pay-per-views and like just crazy stuff like that. Like I was thinking about all this stuff that Triple H could bring back. Like uh, Vengeance with the huge V set, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that. Um, Cyber Sunday or Cyber, Cyber Sunday. Monday or whatever it was. Um, it started as Tuesday. Yeah, it was Tabu Tuesday at first, and then they moved it to Sunday with everything else and called it Cyber Sunday. Yeah, where the crowd got to vote. And we kind of saw a little bit of that on NXT this past week. Yeah, although I never, and I must have just missed it, I never saw how or where or when to vote. Neither did I. Um so I'm not quite sure on that, but at least they said that mm-hmm. the the audience could could vote. Um, poor Wesley. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the the crowd's behind you, but we're gonna do a kayfabe injury, so you can't wrestle this match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> we the ones. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Sami Zayn is the man. His Sami Twitter response yes. to Rikishi. <laughs> yes. Kind of like having four sons. Almost right? like having four sons, yeah. <laughs> that was so good. Um, but yeah, so we could do some interesting things with uh this six-woman matchup if we're going down that route again. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, because obviously. Bailey's going to take on uh Bianca at some point. Yes. For that belt. Um, I do like how Bailey was playing it, not this past week, but the week before, where she was like, I've already beaten you, and that's eaten you alive, and I'm okay with that. Uh, and, you know, while they were wanting because she wanted EO and Dakota to get theirs first. And now that they have the tag belts, now Bailey's a little more focused on Bianca. Yeah. Um so I am interested to see how this gets set up. I mean, it could just get set up to where we get Bailey versus Bianca, and then we get Asuka and Alexa versus Damage Control mm-hmm. in EO and, and Dakota. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think that's likely. Yeah, it's probably more likely to happen. Mm-hmm. But I'd love for them to do something weird and cool with all yeah. six together and the belts all on the line and we were talking before we started recording they keep using this whole angle and scenario to make it look and feel like sasha and b and and naomi are about to pop up yeah like at any moment like oh okay well yeah they didn't show up at the end of the tag title change but bianca's got an open challenge tonight everyone who's it gonna be (laughs) oh my god no it's it's still not them and and, and as we were talking it's like (laughs) it may never be what if they they might not come back. We, we all assume. Yeah, we, we all assume just, it. Mm-hmm. And I, I've I've even told people, maybe you, I know, I've told my friend Mark that I I'm not letting myself just assume they have signed because yeah. I don't want to get my hopes up. Um, but I find my hopes getting up a little bit. But it's because of these scenarios they keep setting up where it feels like yeah. it's the right time for that sort of return to happen, and it just keeps not happening. I mean, and not and, and again, I just because I'm not eagerly awaiting her return because I'm not as much a fan of hers as I mean, not because, but like Charlotte's the same thing. We keep thinking any day is the day for Charlotte to pop back up. Yeah. But it hasn't happened yet. Right. Um, so yeah, you got three all-stars waiting in the wings. (sighs) If they've been signed. Dude. Dude. Last time we saw Charlotte was when? When was the last time? Uh, when she got beat by Bianca? No, Rhonda. Rhonda. Oh, that's right. Ooh. Charlotte comes back as a mm-hmm. pseudo baby face? Well, I, I'm not, I don't know. Well, Rhonda's I mean, not really. Heel. Rhonda's not really a heel. Yeah. Um, she's more of an anti hero, if anything, at this point. Mm hmm. Yeah. Kind of that that walking that stone cold line. Like if you cheer me, great. If you boo me, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. Um, so you'd have to be careful to again protect live and how you do it. Um, but there are ways to do it where you know Rhonda could lose because of Charlotte, but also without making live look weak. There are ways to do it. Yeah. Um, but I that just got me thinking. That's definitely a possibility that we could see Charlotte get mm. involved. 
At Extreme Rules. And see, but at the same time, that also makes me worried for Liv's title reign. Um, because if if Triple H and I, I know he's very pro Charlotte because she was one of his right, you know that he helped bring up, and he loved you know he loves Ric Flair. That relationship has always yeah. been there, so he's always been close to that family. Um, and if he looks at her as the star that she rightfully is, she is a superstar. I'm not of, taking of anything course. away from Charlotte. Yeah, she is great. Arguably on the Mount Rushmore of women's wrestlers, mm-hmm. <laughs> hands down. Um, but if he thinks the big draw and the big program he wants is Ronda and Charlotte, and he wants the belt involved, that means obviously Liv has to drop it. Yeah, those are some ifs. So he and might I say be if, willing... like I say, a lot of if, and I'm just speculating. Yeah. You know, again, I don't know anything. I'm just saying, <laughs> and still. I'm I'm remembering Rhonda saying she likes not being around the title, not ha- not true. being a champion. There's also that comment where, mm-hmm. yeah, so they could have, a and big you don't feud. need the title involved with Rhonda versus right. Charlotte. That's an attraction match right there. Right, they could have a big feud without the title, and Liv could move on to somebody else. Um, this was about the Raw Tag Titles, wasn't it? <laughs> what are we talking about? Now? <laughs> That's all right. We got it's so a natural sidetrack. natural conversation flowing. Yes. We're talking about wrestling. I'm sure everyone's still with us. You still with us out there? I hope so. I hope did so. They, did, um, did they take a break for a uh, five-star Grand P? A Grand P? <laughs> Possibly. Maybe they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so we were talking about the Raw tag, or not the Raw titles, I'm sorry. The women's tag team titles, which are on both shows. It just yes, happened on Raw. That's right. That's right. Um, so we'll use that as the excuse as we skewed into SmackDown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but okay, so are the first opponents for damage control going for those belts going to be Alexa and Asuka. I say yes. I mean, it's the natural obvious thing. If they're not, then they've got to shoe Triple H has to shoehorn somebody else in. Okay. If, okay, kind of dovetailing on that, do you think Alexa and Asuka win? Um, time will tell. Right now, I'm going to say no, but again, I have the right to change my mind before that match happens. As much again, I love Alexa and Oscar, and I'd love for them to be holding some gold, but I don't want the titles to hot shot that fast right. again. Yeah. Um, I think it'll help the 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 general raw audience is not as familiar with EO and Dakota as they are Oscar and Alexa, and I think the titles would kind of help solidify them in the fans of the people in the eyes of the fans who don't know them as well point um kind of just dovetailing into the bianca bailey thing do you think bianca retains in that matchup uh that's a harder question i think i I, i'll say probably but you know i'm not completely convinced i think bailey's hot right now is Bailey officially signed to any brand? I mean, it seems like she's on Raw. We haven't seen her on SmackDown. True, I mean, we have, but, but only involved with the tag titles. Right. Yeah. Um, so I'm just, I like if if she if she were to lose to Bianca, would she stay on Raw? I think so. Or would she just follow Damage Control wherever they're going? And but that also begs the question: Do they? I mean, they do care about it, but do they really adhere to strict, this is a Raw superstar, and this is a SmackDown superstar? Mm -hmm. They definitely don't adhere to that when it comes to NXT. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. At least not late, not since Triple H took back over. Um, But I'm curious, Is this is more of a hypothetical. So let's say Bianca retains. Bailey's doing something else. Who's next for Bianca on the Raw roster that's a credible threat? Basically, who gets turned heel? That's where I'm going with this. Who's going to be turned heel, Alexa or Asuka? Because I think it's coming. Alexa. You think it's Alexa? Yeah. Alexa's already said she's had talks with Triple H about freshening up her character and changing things up. Ah, okay. She okay. she said that herself. Um, and she even said she thinks her character is boring right now. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a lot of indication that 
she would go heal. Although I really, really want heal Oscar back. Yeah, I, uh, really, I, I, I'd like a heal Oscar, but I want heal Alexa back more. Well, that's true. I mean, I love heal Alexa too. Yeah, I just, I, I go back to a comment of from all people, Bully Ray, <laughs> on his podcast. At least you didn't say Vince Russo. That's true. Um, but I, I will agree with 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 Ray on this. He said, and this was mostly when Vince was still in charge. It was it's not like a Reese. This is from a few months ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Um he said, You literally have what could be the female version of the great Muda mm. mm-hmm. in Asuka. And you know. He's like, you got her dancing around and doing dumb stuff, which I like that part of Oscar. I yeah. like when she's being all happy and cool. That's fine. But I do agree that a straight up heel, great Muda, kind of just evil Oscar would be amazing. She could be scary. Yeah. Uh, it could be really, really, really cool. But yeah, again, not everybody can be a heel. <laughs> right. And who knows? And who knows if Oscar even wants to take on that kind of mm-hmm. challenge right mm-hmm. now. She seems to be having a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I can't fault her for that. And I, I love seeing her prance around and be happy. It's it's funny, it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. Again, we go back to the, the pandemic year, and Asuka was one of the most entertaining things that got us through that. Yeah. I, I, and you couldn't women, understand yeah. half of what she said. <laughs> for the most part, the women got us through that. Yeah. Yeah. Hands down. Asuka, now, Sasha Bailey. Yeah, and we're kind of, I mean, we've not really much else to say about the whole what happened with the, the women's tag team titles. But this uh, question and this this thought okay. just popped in my head. Yeah. Now that Triple H is in charge, Stephanie is a big proponent of women's wrestling. Will we finally get Evolution 2? Yeah. Um, if we do, I'm going. Um. I think it's definitely more likely now than it has been for sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying it's going to happen this year. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. They need year, some planning. Mm-hmm. I think next year we're going to get an all female pay-per-view again. It would be whether good it's called evolution two or whatever, but right. Um, I mean, they probably just call it evolution. They don't really attach the numbers. To oh the yeah. Pay-per-views. You don't say two, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The, it'd be nice to plan it out ahead because the first one was to last minute like they didn't even have their full lighting crew and and production team there at the pay-per-view um which i kind of liked because it gave it a unique look yeah it made it feel it was special it felt special it felt Mm -hmm. different yeah it didn't look like all the other shows so i kind of liked that myself but yeah it was very last minute i was um tickets it, it was announced and the tickets went on sale in july for the october show Yes, yeah, super quick. So three months, three months ahead of time, um, and you know I've already got Royal Rumble ticket. Yeah, yeah, and that's what five, seven, months? six months away, five months away. Yeah, um, yeah, it's September. Yeah, <laughs> five months. Yeah, um, uh, well, four months really. So I guess. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. But I mean, they've been planning the Rumble for a while though, because it's a freaking Rumble. But the uh, yeah. yeah, Evolution was not was not finalized very far ahead of time, and little more and i remember the the raw before evolution didn't even close with a women's angle no they didn't even get like a go home for that no so they didn't promote it very well they didn't push it and that's and i think that's a lot of vince that's vince not having absolutely absolutely so yeah i would i loved it it's still my favorite show i've been to um, but I would love to see it done with a little more care. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it could be amazing. And I, like I said, I definitely think we're going to get it. Question is when. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that would be. And and, and that's kind of because you mentioned we talk about how it, it felt different because they didn't have a lighting crew and it felt special. That's why I want them to kind of focus more on like the sets and how they present each pay-per-view a little differently, make mm-hmm. it feel different. Not just that, Hey, I said, I didn't say I said pay-per-view, <laughs> uh-huh. yep. but with the PLEs, uh-huh. uh, 
give them a different feel because right now it just feels like uh when we have these PLEs that I'm watching Raw or SmackDown just with different you know swipes video swipes yeah. that say hey this is yeah here we are at whatever I mean like Mania Rumble SummerSlam that all felt different because it's a right. grander stage grander mm-hmm. scale in bigger arenas but even uh, little things like changing where the aisle is in relation to the hard cam can yeah can can really make a show feel different. Mm-hmm. They don't have to do anything elaborate. Changing the lighting can make a show feel different. Um, yeah. I had another random thought, but oh well. well I, I was going to ask. Um, okay. Last thing on on this, I guess. Uh, Raquel and Aaliyah. Uh, I do think they got a, a bump from being tag champions. Uh, but where do they go now? Well, that oh yeah, that's true. That's a good question. They stay as a team? Um, do they go singles? Maybe um, singles who are friends. True. Uh, I think it's more likely to be that. Mm-hmm. Um, although, I don't know. If you really want to put importance on yeah. the tag team belts, you got to have established. Teams. You can't keep doing random people thrown together as tag right. teams. Right. You got to have established teams. That's why Toxic Attraction was called up. Mm-hmm. Even though they lose their first match called up, I wasn't real happy about that but i understand because yeah. it was against the champions i get it yeah maybe they should have just uh, wrestled somebody else yeah yeah um but you know bringing in more and more established women's tag teams would be nice like i would rather the random people getting thrown together for tag belts be for the nxt women's tag belts mm-hmm. and on the main and like you find out you have good teams on in nxt then they get called up to be main roster tag teams mm-hmm. not two individuals that we're going to split apart um a month into them being a tag team or something like that but that are mm-hmm. you know like bring up katana and kaden mm-hmm. life of the party yeah um not that i want them to lose their belts they have now very soon but right they're an established tag team yeah well you know, you know what not- what i might even do is give it four to six months let Caden and Katana, let Caden and Katana reign, let uh, EO and Dakota reign, and then just unify those titles again so that True. the women's tag champs are on all three shows like it was at the beginning. Like they were supposed to be. Yeah. But and maybe even went to give, NXT. It, <laughs> give it to Caden and Katana. That's what there I would do. Go. I could see that. Because, I mean, and in my mind, I think EO, both EO and Dakota, definitely have singles futures yes well i mean we know that eo does yeah and i think dakota does too i think she's proven that she could be a world champion yeah easily um so yeah that'd be i'm down with that i would love to see that actually yeah because i i was so excited when the female tag team champions first came into existence because they were like they can be defended on any show. So like, oh, this is gonna be crazy. Mm. Whoever's got those belts is gonna be on like every show every week. Yeah, you know, just dodging challenges, and it just didn't happen. <laughs> right. Yeah. Eventually they made it to NXT, but it took a while. Like three or four months, I yeah. think, for them to yeah. get into the NXT. Um, so and I think it's because they had this idea, and then again, Vince was just like, I'm not worried about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's back burner thought, whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and I think Triple H is definitely more of a long term planner who follows through on what he sets mm-hmm. up, which is why I don't think this was a hot shot. Really, I mean, it feels like I mean it's a hot shot in the sense that you know it was the time too, frame, the time frame, two quick title changes uh, in order to you know get buzz. But I I do think it was to plan all along because I Triple H has not shown himself to be someone who changes gears quickly. Yeah, and, and 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 not as reactionary as right. Vince was. That's what I was getting at. Yep, change things on a whim because oh, the crowd wasn't into it tonight. So that right. means everybody's not into it. Right, one <laughs> night. Yeah, so you have yeah. two weeks to get over. Yeah, that, that never ha- that never happened. That never happened in the eighties. Nobody got over in two weeks. You showed us yeah. two months of vignettes to get us used to their character. And that's so I like the past couple of years with Vince have been so astounding. It's like, dude, the late 80s and early 90s, man. And what, yeah, <laughs> that's not I, how I like 
I don't get it. How it's did like you he go f- from that to this? Right. It's like he forgot his own tools for success or something. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? No. <laughs> yeah. Um, David Otunga in She-Hulk, by the way, if nobody saw yes. last week's episode. Episode three, so that was a fun cameo. Has nothing nothing to do with anything we're talking about. It just popped into my mind. So there you go, David Otunga in She-Hulk. David Otunga. Is he still married to um what's her name? Uh, uh Jennifer uh, Hudson. Hudson. Yeah, as far as I know, I haven't heard anything oh, okay. to the contrary. Yeah, cool. I just, I'm I'm just curious if you knew. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, remember that they were married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um. Very cool. I feel like we're done. Uh, yeah, we're done. Um, <laughs> we're talking so about do, Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, we're talking about Jennifer Hudson. <laughs> we're done um, with our wrestling podcast. <laughs> but let's, let's let's hit our May Young. Uh, give him a hand awards for the week. Thank you so much. What was your favorite match this week? Uh, I'm giving it to that um, Saya Kamatani versus. Okay. Um, uh now I'm freaking blanking on the German suplex. Uh uh Suzu Suzuki. Suzu Suzuki and Sai Kamatani at the pay-per-view. Um there were several great matches at the pay-per-view, but that one between the unusual but believable and memorable spots and the surprise winner, uh it was the the match that stuck with me the most this week. Next time. Uh, at least in a good way. <laughs> Yeah, in our short week, unfortunately, I've been working like crazy. I've only seen the WWE stuff, mm-hmm. uh, but I would give it for me. It would probably go to the, uh, I mean, the match that was part of our main event segment. Even though you know we're talking about the hot shotting of it, but I liked that tag championship match. Yeah, and I'm happy that uh, Damage Control has the gold, mm-hmm. but not necessarily super happy that Raquel and Aaliyah had to give it up so quickly. Um, standout performance. Uh, I'll give it to the new champs, EO and uh, Dakota. So, congratulations yeah. on that. Um, EO yeah. gets her first main roster championship, and I really doubt it'll be her last. I agree. I agree. And I, I echo the sentiment. They are the performers of the week, hands down. Um, something you loved. So, with all this, uh, five-star Grand Prix booking that's been driving me a little crazy. In the midst of it all, Ami Saray from God's Eye took a loss, clean loss, what? to Mina Shirakawa. Yeah, Mina, baby! Mina yeah. gets a win. And it wasn't a roll-up. She made her tap to the figure four. What? Yeah. I yeah. totally went Matt Riddle on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the crowd, the crowd was like, what? <laughs> like, what just happened? That's crazy. Tom ran in and gave her a hug. And that's it, so awesome. Yeah. Congratulations, Mina. Yeah. So that's so dope. Yep. And then Saya beat Hazuki. Um, for yeah. me, for my what I loved, I do want to highlight this, and I'm I've meant to bring it up for a couple weeks now, but she hasn't really been involved in matches, so I keep forgetting about it. But I want to say, how awesome is the job that Rhea Ripley is doing with the Judgment Day? Yeah. She's kind of, and Mark pointed this out too this week, she's kind of like the leader. Yeah, it seems like she actually is the leader of the Judgment Day. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Which is awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, I, like, when the the Judgment Day came out and it was Edge, I was like, eh, Mm -hmm. all right. They added her, and I was like, okay, I'm a little interested, okay. And But it was still kind of like, you couldn't really take them seriously. They weren't really, because they were losing a lot, and they yeah, still they lost Yeah, they were losing a lot, yeah. Um, not as much since Triple H came around, much. yeah. But then, you know, Edge gets knocked out for Finn Balor. I was like, okay, there's a step. Mm-hmm. But now that they seem to be spearheaded by Rhea Ripley mm-hmm. and with the direction like we finally got the Dom turn yeah and now he's part of the Judgment Day which is like we've been like when is it it's gonna happen when's it gonna happen you keep dragging this out but it seems like she's the Dom but yeah. <laughs> wink wink nudge nudge <laughs> she's your poppy now <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I'm loving it I think she has been so tremendous yeah 
and I am so, I mean, I'm a Rhea fan anyway, but yeah. I am so captivated with this story. And I think the Judgment Day is now viably a threat. Yeah. On Raw. And it's really mean? cementing her as a star. Yes. Yeah. And, she, and she hasn't even had to be involved in a match. Right. So you can do this and eventually she can go knocking on Bianca's door and it doesn't matter that we haven't seen Rhea wrestle in a match in four months or five mm-hmm. months. Yeah. You're still going to be like, oh, crap. What yep. the hell? This is going to be awesome. <laughs> and, and I really think more than anything, they just want to be safe with the injury that she had. And it was seemingly a concussion in addition to the teeth thing. Yeah. Um. So I, I think they're just being careful with that. But it's kind of like what you were alluding to earlier with Austin. When Austin was out, they had really good stuff for him to keep him prominent. And, you know, we, we joked that really almost nobody else could pull that off, but you know, we didn't she think about it. Yeah. Yeah. She kind of is. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I wasn't even thinking about the injury angle. I not that I'd forgotten about it, but it just wasn't in my mind. Yeah. Thinking about um, that. She could still be kind of recuperating or they could be being very careful about that. Right. With not having her actually wrestle in matches. Um, but yeah, no, loving everything she's doing. Um, I think it's great. Yeah. Love me some Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Especially evil Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it suits her. Yes. Uh, but that's our show for the week, guys and gals, whoever's listening. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. We will be back next week sometime. We'll let you know. Yeah. Whether yeah. it'll be on time, delayed, or early. Who knows? Who knows? Um, you never know. It won't be a but, late uh, Friday night show. That I can tell you. That's true. We know that for sure. It won't yeah. be a late Friday night show. Um, hopefully it'll be normal, normal time. Yes. And we'll get to record at, at, when we were supposed to, even though that hasn't happened for like a month now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, hope you enjoy the show. Enjoy the wrestling coming up this week. Uh, and we'll be back with you next week with more Positively Wrestling. Take us out, Steve. Matane. <laughs>